It's the second Sunday of Advent here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in Stake College, Pennsylvania. The date is December 9th, 2018. Today's readings come from Baruch, chapter 5, verses 1 through 9, as well as Philippians, chapter 1, verses 4 through 6 and 8 through 11. The Gospel proclamation comes from Luke, chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Amershek. passage today from the prophecy of Barak gives hope to a forlorn people who have suffered in exile. God promises to bring them back home to Jerusalem, led by the light of the Lord's mercy, justice, and glory. A reading from the book of the prophet Barak. Take off the garment of your sorrow and affliction, O Jerusalem, and put on forever the beauty of the glory from God. Put on the robe of the righteousness that comes from God. Put on your head the diadem of glory of the everlasting, for God will show your splendor everywhere under heaven. For God will give you evermore the name Righteous Peace, Godly Glory. O Jerusalem, stand up upon the height toward the east and see your children gather from west to east at the word of the Holy One. Rejoicing that God has remembered them, for they went out from you on foot and led away by their enemies, but God will bring them back to you, carried in glory as on a royal throne. For God has ordered that every high mountain and the everlasting hills be made low and the valleys filled to make level ground so that Israel may walk safely in the glory of God. The woods and every fragrant tree have shaded Israel at God's command. For God will lead Israel with joy in the light of his glory, with the mercy and righteousness that comes from him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the following passage from his first letter to the Philippians, St. Paul prays that Christians in Philippia will be graced with knowledge and in every kind of perception. He prays so that they will be ready for the day when Christ comes to judge the world. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, I thank my God every time I remember you and constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion 
by the day of Jesus Christ. For God is my witness, how I long for you with the compassion of Jesus Christ. And this is my prayer, that your love may overflow more and more with knowledge and full insight. The Lord be with you. And, and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. In the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip tetrarch of the region of Eturia and Trachonitis, and Asanius was tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the desert. John went throughout the whole region of the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, as it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah. A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The winding roads shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. Your servants are listening. May your words straighten the paths into our hearts. As a teacher, I try when I'm preaching to, to leave everybody with something to remember, something to remember and understand the scripture text. For example, I, I'll tell stories. And the stories are really what we remember. We take the stories with us. Other times there are particular images that really flash in our minds and make an impression and help us to understand. For the past couple of days I've been trying to think, prepare the way of the Lord, level the mountains, fill in the, fill in the ditches, Prepare the way for the Lord. And I'm thinking, what image or what symbol would help us to understand and take that to heart? And then it hit me. Atherton Street. <laughs> huh? I was driving back from hearing confessions at the university the other day, and that it's so narrow and, and so messed up and the lights come at you and there's these, it, it's just really, really, really awful. And, and I just, and we have to put up with it and we're going to for a while. Let me tell you this. Last night, Dan Hawbaker was at mass. After mass, he said to me, he said, you know, I wanted to stand up and say, hey, it's not my fault. <laughs> so this isn't Dan's fault. This is just what is. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. 
tear down the mountains, fill in the ditches, make it so that the Lord can come into our hearts. I spent the last few days trying to think about, well, what are the mountains? What are the mountains that would be in the way of the Lord's journey into our hearts? Maybe arrogance, huh? We're so much better than anybody else. Everyone else is not worthy. Everyone else should be behind us because we're so much better. Maybe anger. Maybe anger is that mountain. We just, we get so angry at other people when they don't do things our way or when we disagree, we get so angry. We don't want to have anything to do with them. Maybe anger is the mountain. How do we take that mountain down? How about the ditches? What are the ditches that impede the progress of Lord Jesus into our hearts? It could be that our refusal to forgive someone or our refusal to seek forgiveness, that's a ditch that keeps us from allowing the Lord into our hearts. As we travel Atherton Street, we need to think about that. What are the mountains in our lives that would keep Lord Jesus away from our hearts? Now, besides Atherton Street, I have a story for you. You're excited, I could tell. This is a guy, there's a guy, he, he's dressed in a tattered flannel shirt and jeans, and he hangs out at the mall. No one knows where he lives, no one knows where he sleeps. He has been spotted dumpster diving for food behind McDonald's. Homeless, maybe? We don't know where he lives. But he's at the mall. He's in the area by the fountain. And he's there all the time. And he talks to people who are shopping. There he is with his tattered flannel shirt and his torn jeans. And he says to the people who are caught up in in the holiday hustle and bustle, why are you doing this, he says. Why do you need to buy stuff to celebrate the birth of Christ? The feast of the birth of Christ is all about compassion and kindness. You can't buy that here at the mall. The birth of Christ 
is about forgiveness and reconciliation. Is there someone with whom you've, you've had a difficult time? Isn't the best way to prepare for Christmas to make peace? To seek forgiveness? To forgive? Why does Christmas have to be so sweet? That's not real. Our lives are not always sweet. There's something about the guy. He has a, a crazy look in his eye. And, and there's times when people are put off by that. But he has a kind voice. And he looks at you. He looks right into your heart. Some people, when they see him and hear him, they grab onto their packages a little bit tighter and they get out as quickly as they can. Some folks, when they hear his message of compassion and kindness, they actually go to the store and buy a toy or some clothes to be shared with one of the community outreach centers to help people who don't have so much. And some people, when they hear this man, they actually leave the mall and either go home to be with their families or some of them even go to church just to be quiet, just to allow the Lord to speak to them. Now, the store owners at the mall they realize this guy is not hurting anybody. But some people have complained. Some of the store owners say that he's driving away business. So the store owners talked to the security company and had the man in the tattered flannel shirt removed from the mall. You see, he was ruining everybody's Christmas. <clears throat> Prepare the way of the Lord. Tear down the mountains of selfishness. Fill in the ditch, ditches that keep us from being reconciled. And let the Lord come into our hearts. I wonder if it wouldn't be a good idea in light of Luke's gospel to let the guy in the ragged flannel shirt and the torn jeans to let him ruin our Christmas. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.